You're listening to Sunny Side Up, a bite-sized podcast that brings you real-world insights that help go-to-market professionals evolve and stay up-to-date on the latest trends. Join us as we share best practices and proven techniques from industry experts and practitioners. Today's episode is made possible by Demand Matrix. Demand Matrix helps you complete your data stack with technographic, intent, and revenue potential data to help you accelerate revenue. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Sunny Side Up. I'm your host, Ajit, and um, I have an interesting personality today, and his name is Dhruv Anand. Of course, let me first tell him when I met him, I found him really a fitness freak. So looks amazing when you talk about it. I'm sure he would love to share some tips about it. But today we are not going to talk about it. What we are going to actually dive into is how engineers think around the world. He's a passionate engineer. Uh, You know, he talks a lot about it. And especially when it comes to the product side of it, he has a lot of insights to put across to the table. Uh, Before we welcome him, a quick update on Dhruv. Dhruv is an experienced ICT professional. He's working as a product owner in the IoT business uh, at Ericsson. He's got a 10 years of experience in the development and maintenance of different ICT products. I also liked his experiences because he's worked right from Ghana, Uganda to the other worlds, which are very like Hungary. And right now he's he's into Finland, basically. Very, very beautiful country, I would say. So he's seen both worlds, which is an amazing. And we shared a lot of experience about each countries that he's been a part of. I'm going to let him speak. And so let's welcome to the show, Truf. How are you doing today? Hi, Jee. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I hope I can add some value to this beautiful podcast. I have to mention that I've been listening to this podcast for a while now. Since the time I got to know about what you guys are doing, I have been listening to different, different people that you have had on your show. And I have to admit that you have had really, really interesting personalities. And I hope I can add some value on this beautiful podcast. And I'm doing very well. The the weather around me is not that good today. Uh, <laughs> yeah right um, but thank you for the warm welcome as well it's it's gonna be fun Dhruv. I, I can definitely tell you you are a fun personality i know and i think that topic that we have chosen today it's it's completely uh offbeat i would say because from an audience perspective we usually talk to sales marketing and analytics guy and you being a product owner which plays a very critical role with all of these three gentlemen that i spoke about because uh today without involving or talking or having a dialogues with the product owner there's there's no marketing or there's no sales happening and there's no analytics happening so there's a crucial and that's why we thought it would be interesting to you bring on board you know have this conversation with an expert like you so why don't you walk you through as your background uh, with your experience as a product owner and ultimately act what got you yeah. to end up here what you're right now yeah that's a very interesting uh, question and a very very nice way to begin this podcast so as as you as you already introduced me i've been in this ict industry for almost 10 years now and have worked in different parts of the world going coming starting from india then being in africa sometime in in mexico then coming to europe after that so it's been quite an interesting journey and i have learned many different things especially about the different cultures I envy you for that. Trust Especially me, about the different cultures. I think that that helps a lot. And uh, the way you think and the way you develop yourself. And especially I started the journey at a, at a very young age, like I was probably just 21 years old. And at that time, you, you just get exposed to so many cultures. You get to learn so many things. And 
these things are helping you in just shaping your personality, understanding how how different people think around the world and all those kind of things. So I, I feel I've been very, very lucky to be able to travel across and, and make wonderful friends in different parts of the world, learn so many different things from them and share the best part would be sharing my experiences, telling them like what what I have experienced in this part of the world, what happened there and there. So I've been very lucky to to get all of these opportunities all this while. Absolutely. I couldn't ask for more. And I think, uh, thank you so much for that walkthrough uh, of your journey. It's it's pretty, pretty exciting, I would say, because as you spoke about, these are really different cultures, uh, very interesting countries, uh, you know, that you've been a part of, you've spent a couple of years with there, you know. Uh, so I know there will be goods and bads, but yeah, there is an interesting journey I could definitely see out there. Uh, well, before we dive into our topic through, you know, uh, I was just reading about and trying to do little research about the whole product owner and their aspects of it, basically, and the topic that we have. So I think uh, change the world. Okay, it's a pretty tall order, I would say. Uh, but product managers are the key part of the business, the engine that drives the business forward. I think this is an interesting quote I picked up. Unfortunately, I'm sorry, I don't remember where did I pick up from. But yeah, this is very interesting. I found when we speak about product. Uh, so why don't we start with something? A product owner, I think, is the right word for it. So let the, let's take a stab uh, at how do engineers think around the world and how would you differentiate the product engineers out of them? Yeah, interesting question. So so one thing is very common amongst engineers, I would say, the way they think is very similar. It's all about like they, they are always interested to see how things are working. What is, what is their under the hardware or maybe the software that you give, you give them a piece of software, make, give them any hardware they have to use. The first thing they'll do is they like to know how is it working? What's what's benefit that's, that's driving this thing? So that is a very common thing. But on top of that comes the innovation part. That to me is something which I, I saw in different parts of the world goes with the culture. So that, that, that is very interesting. So in different parts of the world, the innovation that that comes on top of what engineers do cultivates from from the culture around it's very important so in some places you you might see that speak up culture is not there and that comes from many many different aspects so one could be job job insecurity so be everyone is having wonderful ideas in their minds but they they are scared of spelling it out they 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 feel that people might feel that what he or she is thinking and then uh, it 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 might be something that you know they, they might end up making getting bigger making fun of their own selves so and but those ideas could change the world so different kinds of insecurities lead to people not being innovative and that is one big difference that i've seen in all the places i've worked at i saw that the 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 pace where how the engineers think is the same. There is no difference. They just like to see how things are working. That's just just common thing that I've seen everywhere within engineers. But on top of the innovation part, that changes drastically in different parts. And that is where I would say that the, the innovation part, along with the the base of the thinking, is something that that is changes changing very differently in different different parts of the world. And then. That, that is something <laughs> that also changes the quality of engineers that we have. Very true. But 
if I have to talk about how a product engineer thinks from a product owner, which is me, <laughs> yeah, then I would say both of us, if I work with product engineers day in, day out, every day, we, we I'm working with them and I'm working with the different business stakeholders as well. One thing which is common between us is we are trying to help our customers. Both of us are putting ourselves in the shoes of the customers. We're trying to solve their problems. So that's the main goal. We have. We are trying to make sure that we deliver some impact, help them to improve something or the other. How their product owner thinks is he he's thinking from the business aspect Absolutely. as well. He's trying to cover the business aspect along with help helping or maybe resolving customers' problems. But how a product engineer is doing is he's just thinking in terms of technology mostly. He's just trying to use different technologies that he or she could think of that helps the customers he might be missing the business aspect, which is very normal, which is expected as well. So that's where I think the main difference between a product engineer and a product owner comes in. True, true. And I think in the changing times that we have today, Dhruv, uh, the whole understanding of just being working as product from the product side, rather they are more collaborative to sales marketing today. And I feel because when I talk to my product guy, I really feel comfortable about things, what's happening, what's coming up, when I start giving my feedbacks to him about my conversations to my product owner, basically, they're feeling more comfortable. They start understanding, oh, this is how they might be thinking, which potentially they might have missed the point or that is something, an interesting feedback to have from their side, basically. So, yeah, I completely agree to your viewpoints. So that takes mm-hmm. to me the second question then. Why do you think uh, product managers or owners basically are required uh, in large organizations? Yeah, again, again, something which is very close to my heart. And I, I, I feel that every day being a part of a very big organization myself. So yes, uh, product owners, as I said, uh, product owner is, is a bridge between product management, I would say like the outside world, to which the product management interacts on like daily basis to understand what's happening around in the market, what is new, what is old, what we have to do to like be, you know, to be on the top of, of the market of where we are. Right. And then you have the development team there. You have the engineers, the product engineers who are going to deliver what, what the market needs. So between them, you need to have someone who's very important, who is able to translate the business requirements to technical requirements. So you need to have a bridge there. You cannot expect the product management to be interacting with the outside world and then coming back and feeding in the inner organization as well to tell them, okay, technically, this is what you have to do. So a product owner is someone who is who is very much oriented towards the team, but he is also a very big stakeholder for the product management and also for the other business owners. So product owner is, is some, some someone who is in the middle, who is bridging the gap between the, the outside world and the product development. So he's one of those very, very key important persons there in the organization who has to play many different roles. He has to wear many different hats at many different occasions to make sure that we are able to deliver the impact to the outside world. And we are not like lagging behind the market requirements. So to me, product owner is a very, very important role at the moment in large organizations. And he has to be in sync with the product management. He has to understand what the product management thinks and he should be competent enough to translate the needs, the, the business needs to technical requirements to the team. 
very very key role no no i get it i get it and i couldn't agree more to it basically because uh, yeah we <laughs> see since the time we've been talking about it uh, things that you explain about your role uh, with your current organization also mm. we've been a product company basically i've been like this is my third product company so initially i never realized uh, th- this particular aspects of product when i took up myself as a product marketing role and when you start when exactly what you told what's the competition how could i be on top of the game basically because competition is always going to be around right they're always going to be close to you so i think it goes hand in hand uh, product owner product marketing they're somewhere closely working people somewhere allied functions basically but yeah i i completely agree to your way points so do you think uh, then business agility is important in um, large organizations and, uh, and and if it is yes then how to achieve that i think ah uh, beautiful question business agility that's a yeah. very very important thing right now Absolutely. to be on top of what you're doing otherwise uh, you like we we had these old traditional ways of working where we used to come up with some some like you know requirements this is what the market needs this is what we have to build up and two years later we are giving your time at up two years two years later we'll come back to you ask you what you have developed so, so that to us and by the time we used to develop that thing we realized we are too late our competitor did that almost one and a half yeah. year ago and the market doesn't need what we have done or the, the business requirements of the market needs have changed right now i mean it could be like the technologies things we are working on now would be too old to two years later it would be already like it might sound like 50 years back we were exactly. doing this so business agility to me is very important in today's world uh, why because you need to constantly be on your toes to understand what the market needs are to change yourself so you have to work in like short sprints now you need to understand collaborate with the customers regularly what they want and then deliver like in terms of software for example i would say just start building up software in bits and pieces that release them to the customer get the customer's feedback and take that feedback into the next next uh, next iteration next sprint uh, sorry next pi whatever you're working on so you have to keep getting the feedback and change what the market needs what the customer needs and at the end when you have that major release going out of beat any kind of product you will see you have done what the market wanted what the customer wanted so if you are not agile enough to incorporate changes in between when you're working then i think it it's it's uh, you won't be able to ever deliver as per the market needs and what you're delivering you that that will be of no use you'll just <laughs> end up making losses for the organization so you have to be agile enough to understand what market needs are how those are changing be at your toes incorporate those changes regularly and to attain business agility there are many many different agile frameworks available right now many and to me i would say all the big organizations should have all of these agile frameworks ready they should have agile coaches and all of those people who are the right people who know what frameworks which project needs you you cannot just have one agile framework and use it in all the projects then again it could end up having being being a disaster for your organization so you need to know what are there what frameworks and which suits your which project based on that you need to have those agile frameworks being used in different projects there it's very important very important to me fantastic i think uh, that is good to know about this and i think agility has been uh, uh 
been taking over in every aspects even today uh, marketing has become a child there's a huge demand you just not it has to be a child with a performance driven so i think yeah uh, i think there are cues to be taken from this conversation what you just okay. said to me then uh, then my mind goes to something <laughs> yeah so here is here's what i really think next then is you know uh, correct me if i'm wrong so today product managers are critical to strategy you know mm-hmm. uh, so do you think that they should closely work with sales and marketing yeah. i think that's is my favorite question yeah yes exactly I, i can't deny that if you talk about product owners product managers they have to work with marketing and sales at regular intervals regularly so and why i'm saying that is if you talk about the marketing you need to know what's happening the market trends they are the ones who are doing the market research they are the one who are eventually going to market your product they know what the market needs are and then if they are able to, if they are regularly collaborating with people like product owners and managers they are feeding in, in them with what's happening around and what's the requirement so that this is what you have to build to serve the market needs this is what is going to earn us revenue so it's very important if i talk about product owners and managers collaborating with with different other organizations like sales for example then it's equally important then if you talk about the sales organization they need to know what they have to sell and who are the best people to tell them what we have that they can sell are the product managers and the product owners they are the ones who know the product that they are building they are the they are the ones who know what's happening around the market because they have been fed in with information from the marketing team and they have their own customer feedback and so forth so i think in all product owners and managers have to collaborate with the all possible business stakeholders there and then that creates a very good environment where everyone feels empowered everyone feels like you know what they see from the market need is coming back to the organization and the organization is working on top of that and that is where you deliver the impact and value to the market so it's very very important for these people to be uh, aligned with all the possible business stakeholders like be it marketing be it sales be it any other so it's very <laughs> love the statement love the statement and i'm sure uh, everybody everybody who's listening out to us i think either sales marketing i think they need to closely work with their product guys really really closely basically because that's the need of the hour i, I would say uh, out of the blue question so what's your experience in general i'm just going to ask this question what's your experience working with these folks do you enjoy working with sales yeah. marketing how is how is it overall <laughs> oh very much very much very much uh it's 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 beautiful to see how different people can think like when i work as a product owner i'm just more focused towards the product development aspect and then i get like really good information coming from the marketing people okay this is how you should build up so that we can market it like this you have to consider this as well in your development this is what our competitors are doing this is what they are doing and then you have the sales people coming in and telling okay so when we have to sell we have to have this kind of feature that helps and uh, yeah. you know telling the customer this is very important this is this becomes a very important selling point for us so working with all of these people is beautiful you get to see different parts of the uh, organization coming with different views all coming together and then the collaboration of that is so beautiful so beautiful you have like that one product coming out of different mind speeding and different information it's so beautiful <laughs> the end result is something that uh, just just gives you so much joy that it's it's not even easy for me to express that feeling 
in, in the previous projects where I've seen that it's so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like as if I'm selling my my experiences to you exactly. right now <laughs> as a product yeah, owner. Yeah, I could feel completely collaborated. I'm a marketing, <laughs> you're a product owner. So I think we have a good team out here going out. Well, I think a very interesting question while, while I was doing a research yeah. came to my uh, analysis. I think, uh, you know, user experience, we talk a lot about it, you know, or we still talk about it, I would say. But somewhere down the line, I feel user experience has gone from being a job to a requirement for any product. Okay. Uh, what are your thoughts? I, and this is in general perspective, I think, because usually now people really do a lot of emphasis on user experience, but I think it's hand in hand, but I really want to know what's your perspective and mm. how it has changed the whole dynamics of the products mm. basically, or developing a product is the right question. Yeah. Yeah. For the product-based organizations, UX has become an integral part now. And we have seen that happening in the past few years. If I talk about uh, probably six, seven years ago, UX even might not have existed there with us. We didn't even, we, I mean, it was hard to hear that word. And now it's an integral part from the very, like from the time you embark the journey of developing something, UX is standing next to you. You're walking hands in hands with them because they are the ones who are giving you feedback of how the customers would like to use, the, use this product. They, they are very important when it comes to when, what, and how of the product they are the ones who give you that that they feed, feed feed you with that information and it's very important while developing a product to understand when what and how because it starts from the very it's not about just building a product that's usable it's also about when the product's released it's it's bought by people it's it's being used how they have to troubleshoot for example tomorrow you buy a new phone you buy an iphone and I'm sure every product has some of the other problems when it's released. It should be uh, possible for you to troubleshoot. You just cannot be calling the customer care for every small thing. And that's something which comes in from UX. So UX is thinking from end-to-end -end perspective. They, they are thinking from the very starting until the end when you're going to throw that product away. The entire life cycle of the product is something which US is, UX is thinking when you start working with them. So... UX has become an integral part of every product uh, company nowadays. Every product company. You cannot work without, you cannot work without UX. You cannot deliver without them. So as I mentioned already a couple of times, when, what, and how is something which comes with UX. And it's very, very important in a, in a product-based company. Very important. <laughs> no, I completely love that. And I think I, I, I agree. And I, I myself, uh, I, I, I work with UX almost every day, everything that we are like developing, after every iteration, we go back to them and we ask them, okay, this is what we have done until now. What's your feedback? And that valuable feedback that comes mm -hmm. back to us, telling us, okay, this is what you should be changing. This is how uh, I, as a customer, feel like I would be, I, this is what I would be wanting from your product. And that thinking, like putting, okay, all of us while developing something or doing something, we always try to put ourselves in the customer's shoes. But they are the best people who are there in the customer's shoes, but are thinking properly from a customer's point of view as well. They are not thinking from, uh, like, they don't consider themselves as a part of your organization. They think they are the customers. They are the ones who want you to build the best product that helps them later on. You know what, Dhruv, I think 
it was super exciting to hear this conversation about the UX, but I'm going to borrow that quote from you that being into customer shoes versus in the customer shoes. So I think that's a big difference and big statement you made. I love that. I'm going to use it somewhere wherever I, I, I need it, basically. And I, I hope you don't charge a royalty <laughs> for me for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this, this is super interesting conversation that is going around. But one one thing, if you use that statement, I would ask you to have me again on your show. I'm so happy to be here, so excited. So I'll be coming love back that. to your show. I, I, I love speaking to my guests, basically. I, I love to do second iterations with them where we go a little deep down into the topic that we have already discussed or focused. Because usually in a 20-minute span, yeah. usually we try to cover at a yes. surface level. The next town, I really like to go a little deeper into it, try to extract more insights from them and then get more yes. of their journeys that I could. So uh, I would definitely be interested in and doing another one for you. So no doubt. <laughs> I think also, uh, I know UX guys are not my listeners, but I think a big shout out to them if they happen to. So yeah, here we are talking about you basically on this particular show. They deserve Absolutely. it, right? It's a fantastic, they good one it. for them too. Uh, well, I think we spoke a lot about uh, product owner and uh, we spoke about you know insights, their journeys and the challenges that they go through. Let's talk a little bit more about you. What kind of an individual you are? I think the best question I love to ask is, what are your hobbies? I know you're a fitness freak. I, I can see that. I could see a lot of instruments being behind you because one day I was speaking to one of my guests. He was a painter and I, I, I happened to see all his paintings. So what's what's in all about, what's mm. about through? Yeah, uh, yeah. Fitness is something that that's uh, very important to me. And uh, I, I spend quite much time uh, every day the, on doing some something or the other, which is a fitness, fitness activity, be it a sport or something. I, I love doing sports. And recently I started playing a sport called paddle, oh. which is very famous in the Nordic countries nowadays. Unfortunately, it's okay. not uh, very famous in India as of now, but it's a beautiful sport, which is a combination really? of tennis and squash. And I've been playing squash for a very long time in life. So I found it very wow. easy to play that sport. And I would definitely recommend all the listeners here to try out that sport called okay. paddle. And that's something which is uh, which is uh, which I try to play at least twice a week every day nowadays. It's it's a beautiful sport. But other than the sports, I I uh, recently uh, started painting oh, and sketching. Fantastic. So I spend a lot of time, yeah, especially uh, the best part of these uh, living in Nordic countries is that you can just go in the middle of the uh -huh. nature. With, with something that you can sketch wow. on. So that's what I try to do nowadays uh, during the weekends. Okay. I just go somewhere in the middle of a forest and I have a sketching board with me and a pencil and I'm just sitting there and sketching and and it's 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 the best feeling that you can have. Best feeling, you're in the middle of the nature. You It's completely calm. You have no one around you. You're the only one. Be as creative <laughs> as you want. You have the best ideas coming Super. into your mind for anything, your work, your private life, anything. And then uh, just just be creative and then that's what I try to do. So yeah, uh, and the other part about my personality would be I'm a very curious mm -hmm. person. Uh, always, uh, I have so many questions. If they, even when I enter a meeting at, at work, I'm the one who is asking questions, like and back-to-back -back questions. So sometimes I feel, feel very embarrassing 
about myself being so curious and just asking questions about everything but that's my personality and i think that that helps me uh, to get to know so many new no, people no i think i think it's interesting so that's no, me. this is super interesting <laughs> I, i love that and i think i could see some paintings behind and i'm assuming one of them is one of a couple of them are your arts right back on your wall which i see right now i believe so yeah and <laughs> it yeah, would be interesting yeah, if you could show yeah. it to our audiences but yeah this is more of a podcast format so but we will we will try and in the next where we would try and bring in those two it would be good to showcase the arts uh, yeah I, and i think uh, interesting aspect you mentioned being curious i think yeah somewhere uh, your engineer is playing a big role out here being an engineer we just spoke about it so being curious has always been <laughs> the aspects of it fantastic yeah. thank you so much uh, for today's conversation i i really enjoyed thank you ji thank you for having me and yeah we will continue our conversations going further into one of our another podcast that i'm actually looking forward to do with you so stay tuned and uh, well to all my listeners who are listening out today uh, we know we are into tough times so definitely keep your near and dear ones close to your heart stay safe try to be healthy i think it's just a phase which will definitely pass out so thank you so much for being patient and listening to us and we hope and we will try bringing such great stories to you uh, well this is ajit signing it off thanks for joining us on this episode of sunny side up if you like what you heard please subscribe rate and review us and share these insights with your peers